I, I know for the longest time, Minnesota was basically like, it was hemp derivatives, right? And steel. Yeah, yeah steel. Yeah. yeah. Still. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so <laughs> it's a lot going on. Yeah, all right. So I'm so I'm really curious because is it is it going medical? Is it going rec? Like, or is it? It's going recreational. Okay. So well, I, I can start and then you sure. can uh, keep going. Okay, hey folks, this is Max Uhas, and we are back with Meet Unshackled here at MJ BizCon 2023. And we have gone through, I lost count of how many states, but Dimitri dipped off, so I'm running this one. Uh, we have some awesome guests today, and we're going to be talking about Minnesota. But before, there was Dimitri. Dimitri, do you want your glasses too? No, he's gone. Okay. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, so I'm Max from Dovesio with. Martez, I am an account executive at Dispo. We do uh, custom packaging, branding, and logistics. Okay, so as we've been doing this, we've literally done, I'm not even sure what episode number this is, but we've been going state by state, talking to experts on each state. I'm very happy to have you ladies here. Uh, so I literally just met you a couple seconds ago, so we're gonna go through, whoever wants to go first, who are you, what do you do, and how long have you been in cannabis? Awesome. Do you want me to start? Sure, go ahead. Okay, well, hello everyone. Nice to meet you all. Pleasure. My name is Monica Sanchez. I am an attorney in Costa Rica. I came to the U.S. a couple of years ago, so I currently work in a legal firm in St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay. Uh, currently as a paralegal. Uh, and our main focus is our area of law is cannabis and hemp law. Um, we also do business transactions, corporate law, and everything that businesses need to grow. Um, our focus is in small businesses, minority owners, women owners. So, yeah, that's, that's what we do, and I'm very excited to be here. So thank you for having oh, me. Oh, our pleasure. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. How long have you been working in cannabis? Like Two years. Two years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not a long time. Okay. I'm not, like, the biggest expert out of the experts, but I have learned a lot, and it's just fascinating. It's, an, it's a very interesting area, very new in the law, very challenging, um, and I love just keep studying it Perfect. every day. Is this Beautiful. your first BizCon? It is. It oh, is. Nice. Nice. What do you think? Yeah, I, I love it. It's huge in comparison to the other conferences <laughs> yeah. that I'm used to. Right. But yeah, the people is very nice, so I'm very happy to be here. How nice. is this compared to a law conference? Oh, very different. <laughs> I actually like talked with one of my friends, and I was like, oh, this is like no lawyers. I mean, I know they're lawyers, mm -hmm. but like I haven't met a lot yet. And it's just nice to be around different areas of business and different people. Nice. He's telling me to move back. No. <laughs> um, well, first of all, thank you for having us here. Oh, our um, And my name is Maxime. I'm with the Cannabis Business Advisors. And we are a um, full-service cannabis business consulting firm. So we assist with licensing across the U.S. Um, we also assist with partnerships, mergers, acquisitions, you know, JVs. And then we do assist people with helping them opening up can't speak. I'm so tired now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the end of the day. <laughs> but we also help uh, clients open up their facilities, whether it's like a dispensary, grow, you know, um, processing facility. I have been in the industry for nine years now. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, it's been a long ride, and you know, that's um, a lifetime and a half. That was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, we like to joke yeah. around and say that like cannabis is like dog years. It's like oh, yeah. you know, seven, you yep. know, times seven or whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yes. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've been doing that for a long time and, you know, excited to talk about Minnesota. I grew up, I not, didn't grow up, sorry, my business partner grew up in Minnesota. Okay. She's from Minnetonka, Minneapolis, Minnesota. 
and I went to school in Mankato, Minnesota. So we knew from the beginning that Minnesota was one of the markets that we would definitely be participating in, yeah. I know I'm excited for Minnesota. Yeah. Um, just on so many levels. So what what's going on in Minnesota? Because I, I know for the longest time, Minnesota was basically like, it was hemp derivatives, right? And still, yeah, yeah still. Yeah, yeah. still. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so <laughs> it's a lot going on. Yeah, all right. So I'm so I'm really curious because is it is it going medical? Is it going rec? Like, or is it? It's going recreational. Okay. So well, I, I can start and then you, sure. you can uh, keep going. So uh, we just legalized recreational marijuana on May okay. of this year. So a few months ago. Right. We are the 23rd state in uh, legalized marijuana. So that's great news. Yep. I know the state was pushing towards that. Uh, but before that, we did. We still have a medical uh, cannabis program, mm -hmm. and we grew a lot in the hemp industry with the passage of a new law, or not a new law, but an amendment on the law that allows uh, hemp derived cannabinoids in edibles and beverages. Right. That was in 2022. So, like, that's still in place with some amendments that happened this year. Uh, and that's why the Minnesota market is huge in infused beverages and edibles. You can find these beverages in grocery stores, gas stations, hemp-derived stores. So we are huge on that. That's but massive. That's, that's not like most states, too. Most states are very... I think the, there's a pushback on, on drinks and on, other stuff, but Minnesota's like completely just adopted. Like We love our hemp, like our hemp CBD, THC drinks. Yeah, correct. What, what do you think is different there? Like Why, why, did the, why was the adoption so much? I personally think that that's what the consumer wanted. Like, so they actually listen to their consumers? I, 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 I would say so. <laughs> well, I think it's because the medical program was so limited. Okay. So it legalized yeah. medical marijuana forever ago. And right. there were only really, what, two licensees that were issued oh. vertical licenses. And yeah. they're vertical, meaning like they have to grow, they have to process, they have to dispense. And I think each licensee was able to open up to four dispensaries. So that's it for oh. medical marijuana mm -hmm. in, in Minnesota. And so because it's so limited and what qualifies you as a patient in order to access marijuana, right. medical marijuana in Minnesota is super, super limited and conservative. So... Oh, really? Yeah. So the qualifying conditions, well, conditions yeah. are... Very limited. Yeah. Really. It's not like, you know, um, what is the what is the one me qualifying medical condition that opens up the floodgates? Chronic pain. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And actually, it's interesting that you're saying that because I was reading that, I mean, this Medical Marijuana Act passed in 2014, mm -hmm. and they considered it as one of the most restrictive mm -hmm acts in the U.S. Mm. because they have limited conditions mm. for you to qualify as a patient. And then, as you said, like mm -hmm. just two medical licenses. So um, the medical is very restrict, I would say. Mm -hmm. And when this law about him derived mm -hmm. infused products came, like the market just boomed and their reactions have been great. Like consumers are happy. You can find it everywhere. It's yeah. federal legal. Yeah, everybody that, um, I, that I know in Minnesota is very excited for this. So yeah, when so it, it passed the rec. When did the dispensary start opening up? That, so, this, yeah. this, this is the question we want to talk about. Yeah, so sure. what's going on here? TBD. Yeah. <laughs> TBD? So the law passing May, okay. but it's going to be effective until January. March of 2025 for dispensaries, even though adult use is already 
legal starting August of this year. Okay. Um, so yeah, we are in this limbo where uh, the Office of Cannabis Management, which is the office that is gonna overview the hemp, cannabis, and medical yeah. <laughs> industry, is trying to work on not only naming a director, which we just have an interim one think, right now. Right. I was gonna say they just. It was like just recently where they, you know, announced who it was. Um, that they were going to start working on it. Oh, they're but finally yeah. going to have a director? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the very we're first gonna, step. Somebody's going to steer the ship. Yeah. We're yeah. going to get this done. Yes. Yeah, okay. no, without it, I mean, we need guidance there because they need to implement the rules. Mm -hmm. They need to give guidance as to how the law is going to be implemented. And that's yeah. uh, is a slow process. So we have more than a year already to actually see dispensaries and people actually getting... Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a while because they have to develop rules and regulations, and then after they develop rules and regulations, usually about two to four months later, they start to accept applications or they publish the applications material for licensing, and then they still have to accept applications. Then they have time to review the applications, issue the licenses, and then those people still have to open. Correct. So it's it's Long gonna process. take some time. Uh, yeah. It's gonna be like at least a couple of years. Yeah. 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 Jeez. Wow. Do you we'll think the recreational program is going to be kind of as uh, strict as the medical program was? No. No. Yeah. That's I think good. Minnesota kind of saw the writing in the wall and they're like, we kind of have to open it up. But, I, you know, it's going to take a while for, the, for expansion, not expansion, sorry, for more, for new businesses to open up. But right. usually the existing licensees are grandfathered in. So the medical marijuana facilities right now will probably have the first... They'll you know, first cracking the, going right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there'll be access, but limited. Okay. Yeah. So there's no, so, so besides them though, but like, wow. And it's interesting because the licensing is different too. So yeah. they went from like such a conservative, like vertical license model to now there's like so many different licenses yeah. for rec. There's this new license called Mezzo Business that what? I haven't even heard what of. What is a Mezzo <laughs> Business? Tell yeah. me about this. Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, do you want to you sure. describe Mezzo? Yeah, yeah, so there are 13 different type of licenses that are going to mm -hmm. start. Uh, let's with let's this not make this look. too complicated. We're going to start <laughs> with 13. Yeah, just 13 licenses, but like you have from cultivator license okay. to manufacturer, retailer, and there, there's these two called micro-business license and meso-business license. So the difference between one and another is that the meso-business license uh, can have up to three retail locations. Okay. And also, like, if you, I mean, the meso-license mixes cultivation, manufacturing, and retailing. So, um, so it's you, kind of vertically integrated, but it's... But within one, okay, correct. Gotcha. And the cultivation is, like, 30,000 acres or whatever square feet, yeah. Yeah. the square yeah. feet is versus the micro business license which is only up to one retail location instead of three and if you cultivate it's less it's like 15,000 instead of 30,000 uh, so that's the main difference but also um, these licenses include not only the cannabis licenses but also the hemp the right licenses oh so you can do both yeah the law mixes both right. I personally think that the law should separate hemp and cannabis mm -hmm. because oh. it's just different regulations it's gonna yeah. be muddy but gonna what be I really think muddy. was interesting about the mezzo business licenses is they're not this law that they just passed not only legalized recreational but they're issuing more medical marijuana licenses too really? so the mezzo business includes the ability to grow and to sell for both adult use and medical All right so that's so a, that's yeah. like that was okay. really interesting yeah. to me yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. So, so there's so they can basically balance it out and like if you you can do both mm -hmm. okay and there's also oh. the medical licenses within mm -hmm. the same law. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, everything is mixed. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're going to have to. This is going to be exciting to watch, for <laughs> sure. It is, for yeah. sure. But so, they have, yeah. like, different licenses, too, that, you know, most states, like, take a while to even carry out. So they have wholesale, they have event organizers mm -hmm. now. So that's going to be interesting to see how that works in Minnesota. Yeah. Transported license, delivery service uh, license, yeah. testing licenses. So yeah. if you want to well, be a labs. lab, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. you need to have the license, which before this doesn't exist currently. So you can hire what businesses are doing. is like you just hire a third party lab that you trust and right. it's accurate in the results. And then that's how you create your COAs and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, but with this licensing, now well, you have to be licensed. With C isn't C aren't COAs just for like hemp and hemp derived versus cannabis? Right now, because hemp is the only thing that is actually yeah, yeah, in the yeah, market. Yeah. No, yes, I, I, but it I've, will come. I've done marketing for both dispensaries and like CBD and like hemp companies, so I know like COAs are an absolute must mm -hmm. if you want to stay compliant. So correct. It's interesting that you're gonna have. That they're giving you a hemp license and a cannabis license, and then you cannot have both though. You, okay, so if you have a hemp license, you cannot have a cannabis. Okay. But if you have a cannabis license, you may be able to sell hemp the right products. So it's <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is like a dartboard. <laughs> okay, <Sequence> so, <laughs> but if you wear blue, you can never wear red. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I think is very important to seek legal advice mm -hmm. or consulting yeah. because the law right now is a 300-page statute. Mm -hmm. um, we have read it like a thousand times <laughs> and still it's impossible to it's know. It's still really confusing, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's very confusing. Everything is makes some provisions in the hemp area are also in the cannabis mm -hmm. and it's just, you know, a little confusing. Has, has anybody guys. printed out the entire thing and just put it up on a wall right now so you can kind of like point to what page to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For a visual reference, on page six, paragraph whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so, so with this, so they're still writing the regulations, so are they even accepting license? Okay. Yeah. So when do you think this is going to happen for the, for the regulations to be written and for licensees to be able to apply? I think that they're going to probably start, you, we're going to start to see some activity next year. For okay. sure. I hope yeah. so too. Yeah. yeah. And then they'll have like a draft and then it has to go through like public commenting and then right. finalizing the rules. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You suppose that by January of 2025, you're supposed to have everything ready yeah. because the law is in effect in March. Gotcha. So hopefully by that time, but 2024 is going to be an interesting year. For sure. <laughs> of drafting. For sure. Yeah. And it seems like 2025 is so far away, but it's. It's not. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Yeah. It's going to be here in a year. It's already 2024. It, it, yeah, it's already <laughs> yeah. It basically is already 2024. It's like Christmas, boop. You yep. know? Yeah. 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 By the way, yeah, it's because December 1st is tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. Wow. The year is gone. Yeah. Okay. So, um, awesome. I... I feel like I should have like a bajillion questions, but since the rules aren't written yet, there's... Well, we can talk about, you know, what, what a lot of people ask, you know, are asking now is like, how are they going to issue these licenses, there you right? Go. You See, know, there's... Is, yeah. Yeah. There's okay. just so many ways that, you know, I've seen states issue licenses. Mm -hmm. There's really the main three ways, lottery, right, which everybody loves, <laughs> lottery, um, merit-based, and then sometimes you'll see checklists, which is, you know, um, an open market, like New Jersey, Michigan, Massachusetts, where they're just issuing licenses, you know, there's no cap, and right. so as long as you meet that checklist and you're compliant, they'll issue you a license, like okay. in California. Um, but yeah, that's, that's something that we don't know yet. You know, a lot of people think it's probably going to be merit-based, I mean, it points towards that, okay. right, where they're only going to 
we don't even know how many licenses they're going to issue. So the Office of uh, Cannabis Management will have to determine, based on the rules and regulations, and for supply and demand for the state, how many licenses per license type they're going to issue and how they're actually going to issue it. But right now, based on the law, I mean, they, they, are, they are going to be asking for business plans, security plans, like all of your operational plans to gauge whether or not you're you're capable of opening one of these. So at least we know that. Gotcha. Yeah. And to add to that, Maxi, like actually, depending on how much of these checklists you have done, like business plan, the, mm -hmm. whatever it is, you have points. So like the more points you have, the more likely it is for you to have a license. And okay. also it has the social equity component. So if you are a social equity applicant, you can have more points. So question is this though, so for if somebody were to like, I'm interested in starting a cannabis business in Minnesota, like are they able to put together a business plan without knowing the regulations or the way the laws are going to be? I mean, obviously the laws, but for the structure of it all, yeah. can you just put together like a general business plan and then fine tune it based on yeah. regulations or, do, or should you wait? That is something I would do. Okay. So like I, I've, I've clients, some I've, worked with clients before a law passes. Like, right. I think I this worked with... This is what we're going to do. Right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, you can always, you can right. always steer the ship a little differently. Yeah. And, and we make. like to say that, you know, it's like baking a cake. It just depends on, you know, the concept is similar. It's mm. just the recipes are different. So right. are we baking a red velvet? Are we baking, baking a chocolate cake? It's just different, right? But we always need an oven. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so You're the always going to need a mixing bowl. Like. Right. Right. The ingredients are just different. Yeah. And so, um, but, you know, we've helped so many clients across the United States open up their businesses, the first thing you want to do is, you know, educate yourself, especially right. with Minnesota, where we have so much information. Usually there's not a lot of information in the right. laws or the act or an initiative if it passes. The, the, the details are usually in the rules and regulations, okay. but Minnesota did provide a lot of information in the law that actually passed. Um, so it gives you some sort of, of a framework. So what kind of license are you interested in? Why do you want to open that type of business? Mm -hmm. Does it suit your you know, lifestyle and your, your goals for what you want to do in this space. And so you can definitely put a business plan together and some sort of a financial performa. There is enough, you know, there is enough in the industry across the U.S. to find comparable markets and, and put some sort of numbers together to kind of gauge you know, what, what your business model is going to look like. And so that's... Initial investment, yeah. like right. what kind of building, like what you're looking at. And also with the general requirements that are already in the law, mm -hmm. like consulting business partners, attorneys, like we have the capacity and the experience to actually help you navigate those issues and see like, okay, what can we draft together so we can have something to work on? Yeah. And then once the regulations are released, then you can just modify it or edit, mm -hmm. but you have the base and... The most important thing is having a business plan so you know what you want to do and then you can select with your attorney or your consultant um, the right type of license. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Well, well, I'm excited for Minnesota. This is going to be <laughs> awesome. So I just want to thank you ladies. How, you know, so if anybody's interested in getting involved in the cannabis business in Minnesota, how do they get in touch with you? How do they contact you? Um, sure. Three minutes? You could talk about yourselves for three minutes. <laughs> Go ahead. No, well, plug, plug, plug away. <laughs> so just maybe just that now that yeah. we have three minutes before giving my contact information. Also, I just wanted to touch base on how important it is for the people to just look into the Minnesota market and decide what you want to do. That's the first thing that we already discussed. And also just be aware that... Um, 
there's a big issue going on in Minnesota regarding like a potential lawsuit against the state for some unconstitutional matters that are within the current law, but okay. camp and etc. So it's just very important also to be um, advice and guidance okay. about, about it. Um, I do. I'm very optimistic about the Minnesota market, and I hope that everything. So you're saying even from a hemp market, though, you should have an attorney, basically. Yeah, for okay. everything. I would say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, if I mean we at Esburns Legal, we have worked in this industry for several years. Uh, my boss is Ann Burns. She's an excellent attorney. I work with her. Um, if you wanna contact us, uh, you can reach out us at our website, esburnslegal.com. Or uh, my email. I don't know if I should like. If you want to put it, I mean, if, for anybody that watches, <laughs> we'll drop it across the bottom of the screen. So, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. Awesome. What's the email? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, know that was like somebody <laughs> having there. Unless it's like super long and we have to spell it out. You can just say, here's the website, just look me up. Yeah, uh, com or Monica at That's our website. If you want to get a hold of us, you know, our contact information is on the website, you know, on, under the contact us page. Very original. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Yes. Ladies, thank you so much. I'm very, very, very excited for Minnesota yeah. and everything that's going on there. Um, Eric's giving us this. Anyway, this has <laughs> been another episode of Meet Unshackled at MJ Biz. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you so you. much for having us. Right yep. Can't wait Woo. to see what goes on. And hopefully, we'll be able to sit here and do this again next year. Yes. Hopefully. With all sorts of wonderful new info and mm -hmm. updates. A yeah. lot will be next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right.